Welcome to Bathroom Chronicles. Hey, welcome. We have Mallory Campbell here who just launched her podcast this Mm -hmm. week, uh, Permission to Activate. Yes. And you are a coach. You are a master teacher. You teach things like somatic therapy, Mm -hmm. sisterhood. um, Breath work. Breath work. So thank you for being here. Mom, lover, husband, you know, yeah. wife, how many, all how those many things. children? Yeah. Two yeah. kids, two, two kids. boys, okay. uh, almost 10 and six. Wow. Aww. So they're getting big. Yeah. yeah, I've been married for 12 and a half years. To year. Jeremy, who's mm-hmm. over there. Yeah, who's he's, he's in the other room. He's in the other room. Yeah. <laughs> Ears <Awesome>. are burning. <laughs> so um, I was just telling you before you came on that um, I've never actually actively sought out somatic Mm -hmm. therapy, but whenever I'm in any like deep healing channel within my own self, it comes out is like shaking Mm -hmm. and uh, somatic movements. And I think this is something I would actually like to proactively go into. Can you tell me a little bit more about how you got into that? Yeah, I'll, I'll take it back because it was only within the last maybe two and a half years, we really started to go deeper in that area because for the majority of my life, it was very go mode for a really long time. I competed in professional bodybuilding for seven years. Um, I owned a fitness studio for over seven years. I did network marketing for three and a half years. So everything was just build, 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 continue to move, hit these goals, hit the next rank, hit the next income, all of the things. Yes. My heart's just like, you can, yeah, I can feel feel it. I'm sure you can feel it. Tension. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's been like that my whole life. I danced my whole life from the age of three to in my twenties competitively as well. So I was continually moving Mm. constantly and Mm. that wouldn't leave any space for anything because I didn't really feel for a really long time. I didn't know how to feel the feelings. It was never safe to feel a lot of my feelings. So I would just kind of shove them down and then move to whatever the next thing was. Yeah. So even with bodybuilding, I competed seven months after my first and then 11 months after my second. Wait, seven months after after you had a baby? You competed? Yes. I Whoa. (laughs) Was there a desire before the baby to do that? Yes. I knew I was going to do it. I was very tied to how my physical body looked. Being a fitness studio owner, I taught Zumba fitness, dance boot boot camp, all all of the things. It was your job. It was my job. It was my image. It was my identity. It's how I presented myself to the world. So after the first baby, I knew going in, I had postpartum depression really bad after my first one Mm. that lasted six to eight months. Wow. You know, postpartum, I didn't know what was happening. I thought there was something wrong with me. And then Jeremy, my husband was like, I think this is more than like the baby blues. And I had him in 2014. And back then it wasn't that long ago, almost 10 years now. There wasn't any Instagram pages. There wasn't Facebook groups about it. I was just Googling like the the deep web of like, what's wrong with me, you know? So after going through that, I did go to therapy after I did end up coming out of it, but I knew after this first baby, I was going to step on stage. So that meant losing the 50 plus pounds I gained it during pregnancy plus mm-hmm. 15 more to be stage ready. So, wow. you know, it's the sparkly suits and the clear heels and the posing routines and, and all of that. Wow. So that was seven months postpartum. And then after my next one, I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to do it again. And then I competed 11 months and actually won the world championship after that one in the organization I was competing in. So, mm-hmm. wow. Can we pause for like, what the hell? Yeah. The, I mean, wow. how did you 
train because how many hours a day you had to train and you had a newborn uh-huh. and a four-year-old and or a, yeah a three uh three and a half three and a half year old at that time it was yeah. it was i mean it it takes over your life it truly yeah. does when you start competing in that world it it takes over everything you know you're working out one to two hours per day your meals are extremely strict you're doing fasted cardio in the morning like before your kids are waking up i had to we had a lot of help that came in and, yeah. you know, we've talked about this as well. I don't have a relationship with my parents anymore. There was like some wedges that were thrown in there, plus a, a bunch of other stuff that happened mm. um, that we just had to find support to help during that time because wow. it's intense. It really takes over. It becomes part of your life and that becomes one of the number one focuses is is training. Yeah. For that. I mean, I can't imagine like both of my boys have competed and Marco mm-hmm. won in Fort Lauderdale. Right. That's awesome. And but to to the level that you mm-hmm. competed and to win the world champion. Like, yeah, the, I mean, I'm, my mind's blown. That's yeah. incredible. It was, yeah. it was intense. You know yeah. and I knew going in? That was kind of the, the mindset focus that I had was the like, goal. I want to be the best, mm. you know, I'm an Enneagram three. If you guys are familiar with Enneagram, not the best <laughs> I, you know, so it all makes sense. You know, I just want to achieve and get to the next thing. No, but it sounds like I rule the world. Yes. <laughs> and it, yeah. 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 So it was intense coming, coming out of that. And after my 10th or 11th show, I said, I'm going to pause and start to focus more on my business. And I started as a mindset coach. That was where I started. I launched my first coaching group in 2020. Mm. So I was, I hired a coach and I'm like, I'm just going to see what happens because in the world of network marketing, in the world of competing, it was very goal and, you know, or driven to hit the next thing. Yeah. yeah. And what I was noticing is with the women that I was working with on my teams for this direct sales company was that they were missing a lot of marks. They were just achieving the next rank or income, but they were missing all of the things that went into actually hitting that, meaning going a little bit more internally. Mm-hmm. And at that time I'm like, no, 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 I, I can just mindset my way through it. And mm-hmm. it was a great yeah. program. I love it. I ran it eight rounds. I had eight groups of that you know, women's wow. program run. And then we had some internal stuff come up between my husband and I, where he had, we were talking about this yesterday. He had a panic attack and we were, it kind of stopped everything. This was hmm. three years ago now to where my business was really starting to take off. I was launching more programs. I was really stepping out into the world and he had a lot of internal stuff that came up and we had to pause some of that. Yeah. And he had to start working with a, a somatic coach that's a good mm. friend of ours. And he went pretty deep. And while he was starting that journey, I'm like, well, what about me? I'm going to wow. have to do something because what I'm doing isn't going to be at the level of where we need to be. I ended up hiring that coach that he works with. We worked with him and his wife. And then we started doing breath work. We'd actually fly down to Austin uh, a couple times a year. And he'd lead us in, you know, two hour breath work sessions between him and his wife. And then we'd work together as a couple and then we just continued that cycle until we were like, oh, this is what we're missing. And this is a lot of mm. in the world of coaching and mentorship that I'm in. This was the piece that was missing for a lot of the women that I work with mm-hmm. is actually going into the body, not only internally on your own, but then having the support of sisterhood to be able to do it with, because that was a piece for me that was missing for a really long time. I had a lot of friends growing up, but it wasn't that deep level connection because it just wasn't safe for me to do so. So I held everything in. Yeah. yeah. And now during, you know, this work that we've tapped into over this last year, we've been able to dive deep enough to start to move through some of those things. And I'm realizing my body has stored so much stuff. And every time I go deeper and deeper, I'm like, oh, there's another thing. And it's just another layer that comes off. So now as 
when I facilitate breath work, I'm able to see a lot of the patterns from these women and then hold the space for them, not only with me there, but with, I only lead breath work for women. I don't even have Jeremy come, even though we coach together, like it's Mm -hmm. just women only in the room and they're able to go deep enough in a safe enough way that they feel supported. And then we add some dance and movement and and things like that in there for them to actually feel complete at the end of our 90 minutes together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. Everything's in the breath. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, Yeah. It's a scary place to be. That was like the scariest place. Well, that's where you can feel Mm -hmm. anything that's not running clear in your breath. Oh yeah. Like I can feel right now where there's stopping points in my body. Right. So if we just sit with our breath and when we breathe, we can move out patterns. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, you know, the awareness that something is going on and the first thing is get them out of their head. Right. And That's so the, the breathing actually moves their, their awareness, their present yeah. awareness into their body. Mm-hmm. And then that's where it's like all the shock is like, Oh my God, why is that memory coming up? And why am I feeling this? Mm. And it's, it's such a, Breathwork is such a deep, deep, deep practice. Mm-hmm. I, I was certified last March with, oh, nice. with Bobby. Yeah. And I was stunned. I had no idea that you could go so deep with breathwork. And it, it really is one of the, you know, you think about the simplest things that you can do, mm-hmm. but the one that we're most resistant to, right? Yeah. Because you're nobody, nobody can breathe for you. No. It's all I know. That's, that's the yeah. scary part. You know, yeah. breath sound and movement is how you move energy through the body. Right. Yeah. So when you actually set this, the space up for yourself, it can be really scary to go there because you don't know what's going to come up. You yeah. know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it was scary for me. Cause I'm like, shoot. And if I don't have the support of somebody that I trust to be able to take me there, yeah. I would just put up a wall and just be like, yeah, that was great. No, but it's not for me. Yeah. And then I had to figure out who, you know, where was the safety that I could actually go deep within myself. And then the people that I trusted around me to be able to take me there and then to bring me back in a place where I wasn't just, you know, blown into pieces and then figure it out on your own. Yeah. So that's where the support really comes in that I found it's been amazing to be able to not only have that space for me, but this was the piece that was missing in the work that I was bringing into the world was all of the work in the body to be Mm -hmm. able to have the space to do so because we move so quick. A lot of the women that I work with, they're wives and moms and it's constant. You know, the kids always need something. Your partner needs something, your job, your career, whatever you're doing, it always needs something from you. And I found in retreat space or even in group spaces where you're able to disconnect a little bit Mm -hmm. to just drop in, you can have even just the simplest, smallest movements can open up so much Hmm. that you can feel it and then you have the lasting effects and then you start to integrate in your everyday life. What's so fascinating to me with what you're saying is you were in bodybuilding mm-hmm. and the being in the body was the missing piece for you. Yes. Right. Isn't so funny? Is it that, well, it's looking external, right? Yeah. It's like in the mind was external. external. Mm-hmm. So like, tell me. And you achieved the highest level of that. Oh yeah. Externally, it was great. Internally, it was what is it? What wow. is it to be so? I'm having the opposite mm-hmm. experience in life right now. I feel like I can go so deep into my body and so deep in the body communication, but the physicality portion, my back is in mm. so much pain right now. I've had six babies and I just feel like my body's falling apart. I want to get myself to a gym mm-hmm. and I was on a good sprint for a minute, but like I'm literally maybe having the opposite yeah. of that. So 
like it seems to me, tell me if I'm wrong, that you've somehow harmonized and woven in the Mm -hmm. two together. Like, yeah. How do you do that? Yeah, it takes a lot of a little preparation, but really understanding what my body needs right now, because Mm -hmm. I used to almost have to force myself because I'm like, well, I got to train legs today. I got to train arms today because it was just part of the regimen. But because I did that for over a span of seven years, it kind of just became part of how I operate now. But also in the same breath, knowing that if I don't make it to the gym today, it's okay. Like you're not going to die. You're going to be fine because I wouldn't, I wasn't listening to the cues of my body for so long that it was just like push, 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 push. And then I'd find myself almost in a place of burnout because I was eating not that many calories because of the strict diets that you were on. And I would just have to push myself in the gym. So coming from one opposite, like the pendulum was over here to swing to the other side, I really had to figure out almost how to harmonize the two of them to now where it just fits in my life. I'm Mm -hmm. like, well, I know I feel better if I go to the gym, even if I'm just walking on the treadmill for 30 minutes, Yeah, you know, that's, that's enough because it's a battle of the mind too. You know, because I'm like, well, I didn't push myself and I didn't sweat enough. And it's like all the things. Yeah. But then I'm like, well, let me just check in and see how I feel. And if I'm not in a place where I can go lift really heavy that day, it's going to be okay because there's, you know, more days in the week that I can go do that. Yeah. What would you Mm -hmm. say to like Kim? Yeah. Like somebody who's, you know, reverse engineering Mm -hmm. from where you are, who is such high body external consciousness and she has such high internal consciousness. Mm -hmm you know, how, how would you guide her into being able to kind of like bring more harmony with the physical body? Yeah. (laughs) Self-discipline. Let me see. Six kids later. It's not there the way you just explained. (laughs) I get really, really good at creating a rhythm, right? So I got this rhythm where I was like, okay, I'm taking my kids to school. I got Jeremiah in the back, who's two. And then the school drop off. Then I go to the gym and I take him to the daycare at the gym and I'm, you know, working out and I'm finished and I'm so psyched. And then like Christmas break. Okay, Mm. Kimberly, it's time to get... I back in and I'm like, yeah, but no, I, I have to say something. <laughs> so Kim's first, I don't know if it was first, what? but when you would go to the gym and work out in a dress, I'm like, I never oh. worked out in and a you, dress. In the treadmill. That's what you told me. No, <gasps> I've never oh, in my life well, thank worked God, out in a Because dress. this whole time I thought you worked out in a dress. Are you fucking serious? I'm totally serious. <laughs> I'm like, how is she, why is she working out in a dress? Which I, is why I bought you workout clothes for Christmas. Oh my God, that is so First funny. First of all, I have so many sweats and I live in my sweats these days. <laughs> well, yeah, but However, no, the years workout ago. clothes are amazing. I've never... In my recollection, if I did, it was a joke. Oh my God. That I'm so relieved that this came to light. Wait, I really? Who's in LA? Yeah. And you're like, I have no uh, workout clothes. You might be thinking about me. I shot guns in a dress in the snow in Colorado. I was in my little prairie dress and I was out there with like big, huge rifles. I can see that. Totally see that. You're such an Annie. Totally my style. But no, I'm so glad I put on a dress. I know that's what I was. If anybody is capable of it, it would be me. It would be you. I know. However, no. So I don't remember what had (laughs) happened that made me hilarious. I know. It's like only Kim could get away with that. No, she can't and wouldn't. (laughs) No. (laughs) I appreciate you thinking that. So, okay. (laughs) 
I love it. I mean, hey, whatever I can delete the that memory. That is not a memory. There was a disconnect. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Oh my god. Well, let me well, explain I really before before yeah. you answer, yeah. ladies. This is why dresses are amazing. When you are in your childbirthing years, things like this. They can expand mm-hmm. and they can, and you just untie a few things and you can nurse and then you tie it back up. And this is amazing for like the changing body and free. And it feels like it's like the childbearing years of sweatpants. However, <laughs> not on a treadmill. treadmill. Okay. Thank God. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh All right. God. What do I do? All right. <laughs> what, do do? Okay. what do I do? The self-discipline is like, do I, I've tried this one thing where you count down from five mm-hmm. and by the time yeah, yeah. you get to it, you have to get your yeah, ass like up. Like the Mel Robbins, yeah. Like five, four, three, two, uh-huh. up. That kind of works yeah. sometimes. And other times I'm like, Kimberly, don't count. Just don't even count. I would I- not, that wouldn't, for me, that would not work. I would just like- you shut up. Yeah, I've I'm had to do that, that like in the car sitting in the gym, like where we're from, like we're in Detroit, it's zero degrees today. So like sometimes just <clears> sitting in the car before you get out of the gym, like you really have to hype it up because like I like to be comfortable. <clears throat> I like to sleep in. I don't I'm yeah. not an early morning person. But what I would say to that is to find a rhythm that works, because what I've seen is like New Year's, you know, like you said, like you're coming out of Christmas, it's New Year's, like all of a sudden I got to get my shit together And if we're setting some of the women that come to me, they're like, well, I'm going to work out eight days a week, you know, and I'm cutting out all sugar and I'm going to do all these things. And I'm like, I love that for you. However, (laughs) like we got to be a little realistic and it's really about adapting to the season of life that you're in Mm. and setting obtainable things, but that, you know, you can achieve, you know, cause you want to have, when you set those commitments to yourself, that's what can really help boost the confidence Mm. and start to be like, yeah, I did that, you know? So even if you're doing one workout a week and kind of being able to check it off, like I love a little list to, you know, mark it off. I can do one a week. I can do that. And then like in two weeks, you'd be like, I can do two a week and let's just see how it feels. And then if you're like, man, this isn't working, then maybe try a different type of workout. Because I even remember during some of my prep, the, you know, on my list would be like stair climber. And I'm like, no, climber. my Ugh. husband loves the stair climber. What? I, I don't actually really love the stair climber. You like the stairs too? I like too? it. I like we have one in our house. And I, I also like the, um, like the elliptic. elliptical. Or I love like, the elliptic. I can't handle those. I don't like you those. You don't like the elliptic? No, it feels like not a real move. It's not movement. really natural because it, it's not, right? Like it's not a natural movement. So <laughs> That's why it's fun. It doesn't feel hard. It's like, oh, I'm flying. Just glide around. I'm flying. No. Totally. So that works for you. Like, that's what I would yeah. continue to do for yeah. you, you know? Yeah. And if you're not stair climber, elliptical person, like, find the thing that you like to do. A bathtub. Maybe there's a bathtub involved. <laughs> yeah. There, I mean, one leg up, I the like, other okay. leg down. <laughs> that could work. I like dancing. I oh, love yeah. dancing. I awesome. love kickboxing. I used to be really? in martial arts growing up. I was an athlete. Can you believe that? We're talking varsity basketball, mm, mm-hmm. uh, tennis, captain of the tennis team. Wow. And, like a little bit of an overachieving athlete because then I did varsity track. High and then school after or college? That, uh, junior high and high school. Cool. And then I would go from my track practice to a private track team practice. Oh, wow. And 
all the time. And I think what happened is I experienced such burnout Mm -hmm. that I'm like, Oh, Mm -hmm. don't go back in that cycle. So I think what I need to do is re identify what it means to get out and be in the body and have fun. Mm -hmm. And then it doesn't have to be as extreme as it was when I was younger. Like rigid. Yes. Like, cause I taught Zumba fitness for 10 years. That that was was my favorite. So if you can find like a a dance class that you like, cause you're almost tricking the body thinking like, well, I'm going to go do something really fun. We talked about doing out in the barn. Oh yeah, yeah. you could host Let's one. Yeah. Too. You could just be host amazing. One. Just yes. like a yeah. weekly. Yeah, barn. Next time I'll come teach a class here. Yeah, I'll do it at the barn. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes, yes, yes. That's like yes, yes, I, yes. I love. That was one of my passions. Like I truly love. I still bring it into some of my breathwork workshops because we'll do like a dance mm-hmm. version of it, yeah. like twice a year, and we'll do like a whole. We'll do a little breath work and then we'll go into like a 45 minute dance class and make, just the women make, have so much oh, that's fun. so fun. Make yeah. some extra days next time. Yeah. yeah. We'll stay for some extra days and cool. I'll, I'll come prepared. <laughs> do you, do do you still coach and mentor women at that level of the physical level of- No, no. not anymore. Did you used to do I that? I did. I did personal training. I was a posing coach. I did all the things. Like when wow. I came out of, I did graphic design for 10 years and then I segued my way into, and it was funny. I remember having a conversation with my husband. And I'm like, I think I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I think I'm going to go to school for personal training. It was like out of left field. And of Mm. course now it makes so much sense because I also grew up, I played basketball through high school, you know, very athletic growing up. And I'm like, I think I'm going to go do this. And it was kind of random. And I ended up going to school for personal training and then working at a gym and then opening a fitness studio. And it just kind of flowed so nicely. And it just, all the sequence of all of those events just kind of have flowed right into here. But Anytime I go back into the dance world, it's just like so freeing. It was mm. truly one of my favorite places is to be, you know, leading groups of women through yeah. all of these experiences because you kind of forget all the other stuff. Well, isn't it, isn't it great you it. always do what mm-hmm. you need? Yeah. So the fact that you need to move your body mm-hmm. because of all the, as you were talking about the little girl and all these different yes. things, movement is mm-hmm. what like releases all that emotional contraction it can and you don't have so to think dance about it, exactly and you just let your body uh-huh. listen yeah. to the rhythm and you can get out of your mind yeah that's really powerful so that now you're mm-hmm. teaching it that's incredible mm-hmm. well I, I, that. I think i'm already answering my own questions of i course think one of my keys for me is the right music so i mm. noticed that at the gym when they are playing the 90s r&b hip-hop rap, you know, all Mm -hmm. that. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And it's bringing me back (laughs) to the times, you know, where I was super active. And when they start playing alternative and stuff, I'm like, oh, it's not the, it's not the mood, not the vibe. I don't like it. It's where you need your own headphones, your own music. Oh yeah. 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 But I have to have my own playlist, like all all the things. I think that's what I need to do. Mm -hmm. I need to like prep my music for proper execution. Yeah. And you can just find them on Spotify. Like just search a Spotify. Do you have your own playlist out there that you Uh, share with people? I do. Yeah. I do. Probably pretty intense. Yes. I make some playlists. They'll like my email list. They'll get like one a month. That's like a specific curated playlist for whatever the mood is for that month, which has been really fun. I just started that in January. Well, so how do people get on this? Like me? Yeah. 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 So right now my website is currently under construction. Of course. That's a big big process with my she, new by the relaunch way, of this brand. Knowing Mallory, everything uh-huh. has to be up here. There's no like, we're just, you know, <sighs> yeah. don't do she's a world champion. You're not going to like. That's been a blessing and a curse at the yeah, same time. I, you I know, yeah. coming from graphic design, I like everything to be a certain way. Oh, wow. So I do all of my own like graphics in, in that way. Yeah. But I do have somebody building out the website. But in the meantime, everything's just on my Instagram 
just at Mallory Campbell and you just drop down and you can find the email list. Mm. Um, but even like with my breathwork playlist, all the women, they get all the playlists after the classes. So yeah. even after the retreats, like there's specific playlists that I create just for them. Yeah. And then they can have that for, and it kind of anchors them back because like you're saying, music is everything yeah. to me. It really and I is. remember it was so funny. I'll, I referenced my husband a lot. He's sitting back there, but he used to be like, who listens to music in the car? Like you got to be productive. Like listen to podcasts and books. And then all of a sudden something flipped within him. And now he only listens to like Celine Dion radio and healing music. So <laughs> when you're in the gym, he'll like pop up and it's like Backstreet Boys or Celine Dion. And I got like my hardcore, like I listen to a lot of Latin-y music or like yeah. Macklemore. Those are my jam in the gym. Yeah. And I'm like getting it, you know, like all the big booty songs come on. Yeah. I'm like, this is my jam. And then he's over there like, my heart will go on. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> we, are so, we are so opposite when it comes to that. But does um, he have seal? Do you have seal on there, Jeremy? He might. I think it's necessary. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's got yeah. like Did some of yes? Those, yes. Yeah. He said yes. <laughs> Get it. Yeah. When he, his playlists come on, I'm like, Oh man, like we are not in the same when sometimes I'm like, I can't, we got to change this playlist up. Like this is getting, this is getting a little much for me. Like I can't, I can't hang in the the gym space, but outside of that, like we listen to all the things like our kids love all the different kind of music. We went to the Macklemore is my favorite. So we Mm. went to the Macklemore concert and like Mm. my older one, my nine-year-old, he can like freestyle rap all the songs and like he like gets it so like we we bump the high vibes at the house and and they love it oh that's part of fun love that i can't do the high vibe in the morning though my kids want to listen to super high vibe in the morning and i'm like no (laughs) this is going to be piano music relaxing Relaxing classical evening wine is a great Spotify. All right, I'm gonna have to listen tonight. We're we're open to all the things. It's amazing. And then Parungi, Illuminar. That's like our Mm. must-have listen to set the tone on the way to school. And then we can listen to more fun stuff. Yeah, Yeah. I love that. It kind of changes every day. You know, like we'll Mm -hmm. have like um, Jenna, our friend. You know, she created this one Spotify playlist, and he shares it with everybody. And it's just kind of a beautiful blend of all the kind of like journey style space music. And it's just like a high vibe, yeah. but kind of like keeps you like a little bit more mellow. So, so when you say journey st- style, mm-hmm. are, are you talking about plant medicines? Yes. Oh, yes. okay. Yeah. And tell me about your experience with plant medicine and oh, man. any new revelations. Well, seeing that I just came out of one last night, okay, <laughs> <laughs> we haven't fully integrated that yet, but that has been over the last year, the deepest level of work that I've Mm. been able to Mm. tap into truly some Mm. of the things that I didn't even know was there started to surface and come up. And I'm like, I thought I worked through a lot of this stuff. And it's like the universe is laughing. Like, (laughs) no, you you thought that, but you are scratching the surface with, with all the things, all of the patterns, all of the habits, all of Stuff coming from my parents stuff, because I guess I don't have a relationship with my parents. So I have a lot of that, a lot of childhood stuff coming up, things with my own kids, things within my relationship. And that's the the beautiful part of dropping in the body is like, oh, that's when I have this feeling all of the time mm. when I'm moving through <sighs> my life because I get so yeah. much anxiety and tightness here yeah. yeah, that when I'm able to drop into that space, I'm like, oh, that's what that is. And Mm. now I can kind of identify it a little bit and work through it and be like, when this trigger comes up or this activation comes up, oh, this is what that means. And I don't have to just 
default back to an old pattern, even mm-hmm. though that's what my mind and body tell me to do. They're like, well, it's safe over here. We'll just continue to do that yeah. until it doesn't work anymore. Yeah. And then you don't have a choice then to yeah. start integrating some of, some of those things. And that's when the real work starts to happen. You know, yeah. The, yeah. the journey space is beautiful, but it's the weeks and months after that you're like, oh my gosh. Of course. Yeah, because you're opening your body up, you, you know, Ooh. because that you have so many levels of awareness that you do in mm-hmm. your mind, right? Like all the the stuff. Yeah. And then when you enter that world, the now you're uncovering what's left in the body and your mind isn't yeah. there anymore. Yeah. But the body still remembers, you know, the six year old, sure the ten year old, the twenty something year old. Uh-huh. And your mind's already dealt with that stuff, moved on and successfully moved on. Mm-hmm. Very but then you're like most people are like what is happening here? Why mm-hmm. am I feeling this? I already dealt with this. Well, yeah. you didn't deal with it in the body. No. And so that's, I think, the value of, of that kind of work. Yeah. So it's beautiful to hear that you are recognizing and um, and continuing to move through what your body needs and not, you know, internally, not just what the oh, mental yeah. mind means. It's yeah. the mind that that's you beautiful. fight constantly. Like even dropping in sometimes, it's like my mind's like, mm-mm. Nope, we're not going to go there. We're just going to hang out up here for a while yeah. until I'm able to fully kind of relax into that space because I let the mind led everything for, I'm 36. So for 34 years, controlled everything. I'm like, I got this. I can do it. You know, I don't need Mm -hmm. any of that other stuff, that woo woo stuff, you know? And then I started to get into that space. I'm like, all I am is woo woo now. (laughs) There's no going back. Like you can't, you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. Like you just can't do it. Like it's, it's out there. And now it's, we, we get to work with it now instead of just shoving it down. It was a queen of shoving it down all the walls, all the, you know, everything would just keep it nice and safe in here. And so I'd have to look at it. You know, I hear that so much Mm -hmm. from high level athletes, Yeah, you know, that they're so like just driven Mm -hmm. And then they have, they just ignore that, like, because you had to, right? It wasn't mm-hmm. safe coping. to, to, yeah, it was yeah. a massive coping, you know, achieve, achieve, mm-hmm. achieve, achieve. And then that keeps you safe. Yeah. It's a glorified distraction yeah. is what yeah, it is because society looks at it as like, oh yeah, you're doing all these things. Yeah. And then all the externalness is like, good job, good job. And you're like, yeah, I'm doing it. And then, yeah. you know, until it doesn't work anymore. Yeah. All the external stuff is great and it looks really good. Mm-hmm. And that's what kept me going for so long, you know, cause everyone's like, Oh, you're stepping on stage and you're doing this over here. And I see all the stuff you're doing. I'm like, yeah, it's wonderful. And then, you know, there's it all is. this, it is, it's beautiful, yeah. but that's just what society, you know, their mm-hmm. level of like, you're, you're achieving all the things. So that's what yeah. kept you going for so long. Yeah. It's just the external validation of all of it. And everything has its time, mm-hmm. right? Oh, like, I wouldn't like, change anything. Like for, all of that mm-hmm. value it allows you now to like, like, because you have such a solid structure, mm-hmm. allows you the safety to actually go in yeah. to the things that don't feel safe. Cause you've like conditioned yourself that I can handle hard things. Yeah. I can handle life. Yeah. And so your inside created that too. Mm-hmm. Like walls were your thing. It sounds like oh, so yeah. putting up Big the walls. walls and now to be able to take those walls down mm-hmm. is, you know, that's a dance. Like you can't, it's, you can't just power through those walls. You can't. You really you can't. can't. There's there's no way to power through because in those moments you just you're faced with it. You know, in a, mm-hmm. a previous um, medium that we worked with, and she was like an intuitive as well, and she told me she's like, well, we all have the walls, which is great. So you don't have to take them down for everybody because not everybody needs to have access to what's in there. But all you got to do is just cut open a door and decide when you want to open and close the door and mm. who has access to that. Mm. Cause not everyone, that's one of the, my it's favorite advice. parts about myself is that mm. 
I really have the discernment to know like, Mm, energetically, this is off. I'm not going to open that door for She's you. She's got freaking amazing boundaries. Yeah, I love a boundary. <laughs> Ama- I love, I a, love ba- a boundary. There's isn't getting... a boundary she has met that she's not liked. No, I love them. <laughs> she's I love a like, I'm new with boundary. <laughs> like you're like yeah, the same. yang to my yin and yeah. I'm really appreciating yeah. it. Yeah. Teach me it. about like, Teach me about boundaries because this <laughs> well, is this is yeah. a new spot for me. I it's, have a friend Jordan that's also an expert, and I like uh, really well, honor you know her for especially it. what I you know to your point. Can you share specifically about recognizing mm-hmm. a boundary that's inappropriately coming in? Yeah, like what what happens for you in those moments? What did you do um, internally to be able to access inside of yourself mm-hmm. that went, oh no, you know, is there? Something, a step that you did or that you can share with us. Yeah. Because I'm like Kim a little bit. I have a little bit of Pollyanna and I see the good in everybody. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then, you know, until- We're working on it. I know. We're getting better. We're getting better. (laughs) We are getting better. (laughs) We're getting better. Yeah, exactly. Surprisingly so. Yeah. But, you know, I still still feel from time to time is like, ooh, I miss that. How did I miss that? Mm. You know? And and so there's a part of myself that maybe doesn't want to see- that part of people. Well, you do though. Here, and this well, is the I, conversation we recently had. Is I you're, do in session, but I, I but as mm. Peggy, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know, you know. So interesting. I feel like yeah. you always do know, but then it's like, are you bringing it to the surface awareness? Yeah, I. You know, I I tend to love to give people the mm-hmm. benefit, benefit of the doubt. What Renzo yeah. said to me recently is like, mom, that's because you see the good in everybody. You see the potential all the time, mm-hmm. of, which is true. I do see the potential. And everybody has it. Everybody does have potential, which is like why I sometimes like screw myself by connecting with the wrong people. But also mm-hmm. they all have beauty, you yeah. know, that's current, right? Yes. And so it's see, hard it's to- It's that conversation that gets me in trouble. But 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 it's it's also <laughs> Mallory, the truth. we need an intervention right <laughs> well, now. Well, so everybody has- their shadow yeah. and everybody mm-hmm. has in, 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 in the shadow and in the light is what sometimes people call yeah. it. There is so much beauty in the wholeness of somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so to be able to witness the beauty and yet say, and mm-hmm. yeah, there needs to be a boundary here because you're not playing in a place that is vibing with me. Like, how do you do that? Yeah. Yeah. That's, I feel like that's been a part of me for so long that there wasn't like a, a moment that it switched. Mm-hmm. I've had boundaries since, since I can remember only because I wasn't ever, I didn't ever feel safe to share a lot of things with people. Mm. So I would just kind of keep it to myself Pull and back. that it served me for a while. And because, and I'll, I'll share the story. My husband's in recovery 17 years and so many people would come in and out of the program for so long. I'm not in recovery. I'm not in sobriety. <clears throat> But people would come in and then all of a sudden they'd be gone. And this is, you know, mm. 18, 20 years old when I, we started dating when I was, when I was 18, people would come in and we get close with them. And then all of a sudden they would leave and go. And I'm like, whoa, like, I don't want to open oh. myself up to wow. a lot of these conversations because I don't know when it's, it could just end tomorrow. They'd just be, Got it. it's gone, you know, and for the longest time growing up, I kept a lot of things to myself. Mm. But when it comes to relationships now, it became so apparent to me that I'm like, oh no, this just doesn't feel good in my body. So I could, I've always had the intuition and now it's just stronger because I'm starting to recognize those things. So when that feeling comes up for me, I'm just like, "Mm, no, 
I got to, I got to pull back and, and keep this. Yeah. And it becomes more of a muscle now because I can recognize when the feeling comes up, like when you have that gut feeling or that yeah. instinct yeah. within then I'm like, don't not pay attention to that. Cause it's there for a reason. And so many times we just shove it off to be like, no, 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 that's just whatever my, whatever. It's just a that, feeling that, that, I have. that, that, that right thing. there. That's, yes. the, that's, that's the yes, thing we're that's working the on yes. because yeah. there I've recently experienced mm-hmm. where I had that instinct like a year ago. And yeah. now that instinct is showing itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll come back to prove yeah. itself is correct. Like didn't and I'm still like, but what do I do? I mean, like how much do you come in? How much do you Uh just slice people out or are there levels of coming in? We have, we have just had conversations and relationships at our life that we're like, we're just, we're done with this. And do you we'll, have that with the person or you have it just within your relationship and go, okay, we both agree. That's what this it person is needs to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you just, you ghost them. What do Sometimes you do? Sometimes they phase out on okay. their own because uh-huh. a friend of ours who would always say, you just go where you're celebrated and not tolerated. And if you're entering in a space that you just feel tolerated or somebody's constantly either has that tone when they're talking to you, or it's just like, you can feel the energy is off and we're just like, it's more like a gonna... manipulation. Yeah, energy. even you know, sometimes they know they're doing it, sometimes they don't it's, because that's it's their where own I get tripped stuff. up. It's like, like mm-hmm. they're processing through their own stuff and it's right. like until they can figure out what they have to do in order to, you know, kind of handle that, I'm just going to I'm not going to allow my energy or my family's energy to be in that because we have so many external people who are like, "Oh, but there you're this or oh, they're this person. How can you just not have a relationship?" and it's like we have to look at our family dynamic. And if we're not going to let, we don't want that energy around our kid, around us. Like why would we allow our kids to be in that energy as well? So we've really had to kind of, it's like a dance, you know, sometimes you're like, we're going to go here. We're going to go for two hours and then we're just, we're going to leave. Cause we don't have to explain not to be an asshole, but like, you don't really have to explain yourself to anybody. I love to say no. Like somebody be like, Oh, come to this birthday party, come to this event. And if it's just like, I'm like, no, we're not going to do that. Like this is a Saturday that we're home with our kids just because somebody, you know, three people are having birthday parties or events doesn't mean we have to there's go. There's too many invited. birthday parties. So, and you have six there's kids. Too, there's too two. many birthday parties. There's like you pick your something. favorites and that's it. There's yeah. always something. And we just are like, no, we're, that's a no for us. And wow. a part of that is not over explaining why you can't do something. It's just, are, it's a are no Are you for and me Jeremy? Right on the same page or mm-hmm. did you had to learn to get, because my sense of him is he's like, yes. let me, oh, yeah. let's go, let's go, let's go. Oh let's yeah. Go. And he you're like, loves to commit to, he would yeah. love to commit to That's all the things. So, like, yeah, we'll be there and yeah, we'll do this. And yeah. I'm just like, we're doing none of those things. So have that yeah. conversation because well, we're not going to that. What you said <laughs> is, is a really good identifier to if mm-hmm. you are solid in your boundaries. If you're explaining too much, yes, I think that's a sign uh-huh. that you're not, really honoring yourself and you're more so just honoring some or some faux honoring of Mm -hmm. somebody else. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. that's one thing that I noticed. It's like, oh, some people are great at saying, oh, I can't make it. Hope you have a beautiful time. I'm like, well, that's amazing. Yeah. Just flat out. It's going to be uncomfortable. Like the first time you do it, like, especially if you're texting someone, you get a text and like you get activated and triggered right away. And you're like, yeah. (gasps) Number one, you don't have to respond back to them in a matter of seconds because that was how it was for me. And I know a lot of you like, I don't want to leave this message unread. And then I got to respond right away. And if you can give yourself like a little buffer of five minutes before you respond, you can just 
collect yourself. If you have to check in with a partner, not you need, yeah. not that you need permission or ask them if you can do something, but like, Hey, how does this feel? Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. And then you can just politely decline. And just, just like you said, like yeah. we can't make it to this one. I hope you have a great event or party mm-hmm. and just leave it at that. Cause that once you start going into the over explaining, well, I can't come cause of this. It's like, it sounds kind of like an asshole, but like you don't owe the person anything. If it's a no for you, it's a no. Mm-hmm. They don't need to know if you're taking a nap, washing your hair, or you have a doctor. They don't need to know any of those things. I remember yeah. growing up my, <laughs> you know, a place I worked, you'd be like, well, I have, tell them I have a doctor's appointment. And I'm like, no one needs to know that you're just unavailable. Like yeah. book another time, you know, yeah. you don't have to explain. And for me, when I started to learn about my human design, I'm a projector in human design and I'm an emotional authority. So when I found that out, cause I never knew this, if I'm like a high, high, let's say I'm at a, a, you know, a girl's weekend or a retreat space. And someone's like in two months, let's book this trip for this thing. And I'm like way up here. I'm like, I can't make a commitment or a decision when I'm way up here or when I'm in the lowest of lows. Cause if mm. I'm in a really low spot, I'm like, and I'll have this conversation with, with my husband. I'm like, I'm canceling everything. I'm not doing that retreat. I'm canceling this program. I'm done with it all. And then like two hours later, I'll come back and be like, good thing I didn't make any of those choices because I would have screwed myself because I was operating from here or way down here and not from a neutral space. That's Mm -hmm. such a great point Uh because there's too many times where I'm on a high and trying to make all these things. Mm -hmm. And then you get into over promising mode and my word means so much to Uh myself that I just don't want to then retract that. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You identified a big thing. Don't Mm -hmm. make decisions when you're on a high Mm -hmm. or a low. And what's the verbiage that you use when somebody's on a high wanting to make decisions? Like I'll straight up tell them, I'm like, let me get back to you, you know, in a day or so. Yeah. Sit with it. I'm going to sit with it for a minute, you know, and it's not that you're trying to hurt somebody's feelings or you can't come in. I'm just, I know myself. Mm -hmm. And once you get to that, like three months out and you're like, shit, I what was I thinking? Like, I can't do any of these things. It sounds great in theory, but does it really realistically work with our, our lives right now? Oh, you know, I'm the person (laughs) that you would have to say, give me a day or two. Yeah. Yeah. I need to stop being that person. I don't actually even want to be that person Mm because it really does make me feel like overcommitted. Yeah. And And then you're dishonoring yourself because you're like, well, where are my priorities? Like, I want to be with my kids and I want to do this over here. And it's like, I just got to come back and check in. That's like, how does it feel in my body right now? Maybe it feels really good because I want that experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But like sit with it for 24 hours, 48 hours, and then just feel in the body of like, how does this actually feel if I were to commit to this thing? And if you're getting that, like that gut feeling, that's just you know, it doesn't feel so good or the anxiety that's coming. I'm like, well, let me sit with this. Does this need to have a conversation? Like, Hey, I want to do this thing. Let's workshop this. Does it work in our lives? If we're saying yes or no to this thing. And you just give yourself a little space. Yeah. Okay. Not operating so quick. Yeah. And being willing to hear the answer. Yeah. Right. Cause I know sometimes Mm -hmm. for me, it's like, I don't want to hear no. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. And you got to get over like and you gotta disappointing get, you some got, people. Exactly. You know? or, or yourself, mm-hmm. right? Because it's like the longing to be someplace, but you have to be someplace else. Or yeah. it just isn't appropriate because, you know, New Year's Eve, right? Like yeah. it wasn't appropriate mm-hmm. that I like had the fourth night in a row and then I had to get on a plane the next day. So yeah. it was like, oh. you know, so it was like important that I like let my husband's knowing mm-hmm. And so having to give in to him, which was, he was absolutely right. It was the right decision. Mm-hmm. But it, but for me, there was a disconnect because the wanting 
the yeah. wanting pulled me out of yeah. what was actual, mm-hmm. actually appropriate. Yeah. Right? And that's the beautiful thing yeah. about a relationship like that. Yeah. And we, we do that all the time because we're very opposite, but also very similar Yeah, that I'm like, okay, this is what's coming up for me. Like, what's your take on it? And then we can have a conversation about it, you yeah. know, cause it's been a really lot, like he would commit to something and I'd be like, you, you didn't think to, you know, like, let's, <laughs> let's think about this. Cause then we have to go through the whole day and I'm like, this doesn't make sense to go through all of these things. Yeah. Let's, you know, make a different choice. But sometimes you're going to disappoint whoever's on the other side, you know, and a mentor told me, she's like, you just, their reaction's not your responsibility and you yeah. have to do what you have to do for you. Yeah. True. Yeah. You know? Well, listen, I freaking love my friends and mm-hmm. I love doing fun things. Like I love it, but also there needs to be like a balance and it's yeah. making a decision on that high mm-hmm. is a big thing. Now, do you have a structure for all of this? Because for me, I'm like, oh yeah, yes, play date, no play mm-hmm. date. And then James oh. is like, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> We have to come together on this. Yeah. Do you have like, uh, like, do you keep a shared note or something where you start jotting everything? What's so, the structure? I still, I love a paper planner. Okay. okay. He makes fun of me all the time. Yeah. I just downloaded Google Calendar, so we're gonna share our calendar. It's been like the last thing on my list to do because mm. I just don't love a digital calendar. So I'm I gonna keep either. both. I like a pen. I like I gotta. See I keep it. both too. I gotta yeah. see like the week and what it looks like. Um, but we just don't like, he won't commit to anything without checking in with me first. Cause I have like the master children's calendar yeah. of like what that actually looks like. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we just, we don't commit to something larger that does like within the work day, whatever our kids are at school full time, you do whatever you need to do, but anything after hours, like evening times or weekends, we always check in with one another because we got to make sure it just flows in our life and it makes mm-hmm. sense. So we just yeah. don't commit to something on the high and he's like, well, I got to do this thing or I got to do this thing once in a while that'll happen. But even like we have one of those giant wall calendars. Yeah. Like Jesse Itzler, I think has the the big ass calendar. We have an Amazon one, which is, you know, whatever, but we'll take a look at the entire year in the beginning of the year. Mm. And then I'll like highlight the days and circle them. And then we have everything on a big glance so we can see the entire year in one look. And then we're like, okay, this makes sense for this trip. We can put this here. We got to get, you know, people for the kids this day. So we're able to visualize it and then kind of come together, especially when we're, we're planning our couples groups and things like that. We got to yeah. make sure it fits with, yeah. all with the, the school year, with yeah. the school year, basically. Yeah. yeah. They should, they, yep. Vacations, all those things. Mm-hmm. Spring break. Yeah. Yeah. Cause then you have weddings thrown in and we have, we want to go to Europe coming up this summer. And so we got to like, you know, make sure it all fits in with the kids mm-hmm. schedule and with our schedule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I hate that part of life so mm-hmm. much. <laughs> the scheduling part. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I have to become an expert. I got six kids. Yeah. It's like they, I, I'm literally running a business just having a family. Seriously. Yeah. With, yes. I get overwhelmed with two. And we yes. pulled up here and we're like, man, six. Six. And then like, yes. you know, battling it with two of them. I'm like, all right. And then six did you see the bus friend. that they take on the summer? Yeah. RV and they just, tripping. The RV yeah. tripping. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. I, yes, yeah. I love it. We pulled up. We're like, yes, we, yeah. love, we love it. We love it. Our, our oldest, we did that a couple of years ago. He called it a house on wheels. Yeah. It's like, I just want to get a house on wheels. And we're like, okay. So we did that. And we you know <laughs> drove up North Michigan and, and did that. And we're like, I don't think we're RV people. We tried it. We, I think we but, are edging out of it. I don't know how long we have it because you can only like, contain your kids for so long as they get older, but we've had the best time, the best time. In fact, we pulled back home 
and we often stay in the RV a few more nights. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's so cute. I, I know. Really love that. I yeah. know. Well, do you want to do, we have an Ask Peggy segment. If you have any <gasps> questions for Peggy's yeah. channel. I mean, I really just like to know, especially when I work with intuitives like you, yeah. just is there something coming up that you can feel in this moment that okay. you're just pulling right. and a message up for on? you that, yeah. yeah. Okay. So basically the thing that's coming up is stop procrastinating when it comes to you in making space for yourself. Mm. I feel this like tight constriction here. And in, in the conversation is, is like, well, I'm fine. I don't need it. Yeah. The, I'm fine. We were talking about this yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. So that's really the biggest thing that's coming up is just for you to like, there's a part of you that's not fine. Mm -hmm. There's a part of you that says, Hey, what about me? And, and, and to find a way to connect with that part of yourself. And you can do that just by like, mm -hmm. okay, I need, I've got 30 minutes at two o'clock or whatever it is. Right. What do I want to do at 30 minutes? Right. Oh, I want to walk. Oh, I want to listen yeah. to this. Oh, I just want to close my eyes. I want to dance. I want to move. Right. I want to write. I want to write what I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. So it's just inviting that part of yourself that needs all your attention. Yeah. And give your entire presence to it and just even go into the tightness in the body. And you would go to that tightness and just ask, what do you need? And then let that, and then let the knowing come back in. And it could be a memory or it could just be a feeling or it could just be more tightness and just keep working with it. You know, you know, all these yeah, things. I'm saying more it. of this for everybody else who may no, not it's know. I, I need the yeah. message just as, yeah. as well because it's different when it comes directly yeah. to you. The inner child that I have is missing that part. Cause she's, we're in that conflicting battle right now. Mm -hmm. You know, that inner child is feeling like, oh, we just got reacquainted. Yeah. And now like, don't, you know, don't leave me again because yeah. we need to, we need to have that space. Yeah. Well, her first, you know, your, that inner child of yours, the first bond is with you, mm -hmm. right? The adult in inner child, right? So she's wanting attention from you yeah. so she can get filled up so she can feel safe so she can grow up right so she doesn't have to mm -hmm. revert to these old oh yeah walls and things mm -hmm. she's sassy she's very she's sassy. sassy she's fun <laughs> <laughs> can i share with you a few things mm -hmm. that came up for me um so the first one being is when I hear somebody say they're fine that is my first inclination that they're not fine mm -hmm. fine is a word that you use when you're not okay because otherwise you say I'm yeah. good. Yes. I'm great. Oh, mm -hmm. fine has yeah. been like a triggering fine. word in our relationship. Yeah. I'm fine. It's like, I'm fine. You're yeah. not fine. You're absolutely yeah. not fine. Fine is like, oh boy. Okay. Yeah. Um, but what came up for me when Peggy was talking was your moon cycle. Mm. And to um, maybe get curious about how you feel in different parts of your moon cycle. Um, like, like when you are on your moon, do you feel like you want to take a bath with salts, have your own time, have sexy music? Yeah. Do you want to That's, go out in mm -hmm. nature, feel the wind, feel the cold? Like, what is it? Like, there's something mm. that keeps coming through about like when you're on your moon, because um, I feel like, I don't know, there just feels like there's something there. Yeah, that's been a disconnect for a while because I've just mm -hmm. kind of, you know, that same like, when I have time for this right now, I got to do all these other things. Exactly. Yeah. So sometimes when those feelings come up of like, oh, maybe you should be a little slower 
you know, these mm-hmm. next couple days and just actually honoring it, not just say I'm going to do it, yeah. you know, cause that's yeah. usually what it is. It's like, oh yeah, I'll make time for that. And then, yeah. you know, all the stuff comes in, all the chaos of life comes in and I just don't make time for it. Yeah. So I feel like that's definitely something I'm going to lean into a little bit more is to create some of that stillness and slowness. Cause I was always the person who's like, I don't have time to take a bath. You know, yeah. we worked with Michael and he's like, water is your best friend. Like you are going to, you should be taking more baths, yeah. you know, and by the time it comes to that time in the evening, getting the kids to bed and all the things, I'm like, I don't have time for any of this. Yeah. You Michael, know? the so, astrologer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Cause I just, yeah, I see you in the bath and also, um, just needing to say like, even though there's something scheduled here, I'm mm-hmm. going to get a little comfortable with clearing it. Yeah. yeah. And that's and, something I've been working with a lot the yeah. last year is like, yeah. yes, I have my calendar space, but I'm yeah. also going to take this hour just to, I love to lay down in the middle of the day. That's been something that I've loved oh. for a really long time. Yeah. Um. So I'll just add that in. I'm like, I just need a 20 minute lay down yeah. just to kind of. And then 90 minute. Yeah. 90, you hear that term? Minutes. 90 minutes. <laughs> a 90 minute lay down. What the hell are you going to do at 20 minutes in the bath? True. You need time to dry off, put on yeah. your oil, I'm touch make, your body, love it. Yeah. I'm going to make some bath time. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. Protecting, right. Protecting mm-hmm. that. It's a time of innocence. It's a time of creation. Mm. It's a time of celebration. It's a time of owning your own power how do you unlock your power if you, power is all of you? Yeah. You need all of you present for your power. And if your little girl's back there going, mm-hmm. you're not making time for me, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. How how can you be complete? Yeah. And how yeah. can you help other women to be complete? Mm-hmm. So, right, like like Kim and I always talk about, you know, we always have to be up leveling, right? Because mm-hmm. if you're if you're out there coaching, teaching, mentoring mm-hmm. people, right? It's a, you have to constantly, this yeah. is my opinion, always have mm-hmm. to be up-leveling yourself Absolutely, because it, it is important because you're leading people and uplifting mm-hmm. them. If you're not doing the work, we all have seen those people mm-hmm. who stop doing their work and then they blow up in the, yeah. in the worst kind of ways. Mm-hmm. So for you, this is like a must, I must yeah. do this the same way you must go work out the physical body. I must make time yeah. for all parts of me. Right. Yeah. And then just not know, get curious. So it, it can be, you know, making it more fun instead of regimented, mm-hmm. but it's this, you have the same disconnect that we have with the boundary, with the, the person, you know, that sort of thing yeah. you have it with in yourself, mm-hmm. right? Yours yeah. is directed inwards. Ours is directed sometimes. outwards. Yeah. 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 And when I do, You've do mastered those things, this. Like, I feel yeah. so much better when I actually do give myself space for that. And yeah. then I just, you know, life comes in. I'm like, Oh, I got to do all these other things. And then when I get to come back to them, I'm like, Oh yeah. Like I forgot. Yeah. It's yeah. like good your, it feels. your feminine creative mm-hmm. channel in there gets to yeah. blossom mm-hmm. in the, in mm. the, in the like yumminess of being you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's like, it's your time to appreciate all the things that you have cultivated mm-hmm. in like the quietude of yourself. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 So yeah. good. Beautiful. Well, thank you for coming on because I I just, I took so much and I I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. It's been, been amazing. It's great. And congrats on your podcast. Can you tell me the name one more time? Yes. It's called Permission to Activate. Apple and Spotify. You can get all the information over on uh, Instagram as well. Just at Mallory Campbell. Give yourself permission to activate your path Yes, that's going to be the month of February. I can't wait. Yay. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Okay.